0: for you. Welcome everyone to episode 379 of the Fumstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Will. So today's topic is going to be a retro view for Age of Empires 2. Uh, we had toyed around the idea of doing Assassin's Creed Odyssey for this week's episode. Um, but I, I played it very briefly. I'll talk about that during during what I played in my week. Um, Will, did you end up playing it all? uh about 15 minutes okay Corey played probably the most i think eric was supposed to play it and uh maybe didn't or only played a little bit so uh potentially that for next week but we did definitely didn't play enough to to get a good feel for it, except for maybe Corey. i'm gonna um, be honest i don't know if any of us are gonna be able to really play too much odyssey yeah it was of... red dead redemption came out like now so yeah yeah the reviews holy crap yeah, I'm really feeling like I should play it. I there's no way I can, but um Corey went and got himself an Xbox today. Uh he got Red Dead Redemption uh Red Dead Redemption two and he got Fallout Four or Fallout seventy six, I'm sorry. Um so yeah, which is
1: which him doing sad. that
0: is very much unlike him. It's very much unlike him, absolutely. So says so it says a lot about what this game did to him mental <laughs> mentally. Yeah yeah for him so, to do it and he'll he'll uh so yeah when we have our red dead redemption 2 episode it'll probably be mostly eric and cory talking about it i would think uh because i can't play it. i don't know how much you're gonna be able to play well i'm going i'm gonna play it uh i'm gonna do my best to hate it <laughs> okay that sounds good uh so reefer says he's literally waiting on the install right yeah. now so uh, i do know cory is home with his new game so He's probably playing it as we as we speak an hour long update. Yeah, I mean, it's probably good that uh, we didn't plan on doing Assassin's Creed Odyssey because it's not like Corey would want to talk about that game with Red Dead Redemption coming out. Right. That's the thing. I think we kind of not that we intentionally did it, but we might have dropped the ball on Odyssey, unfortunately. (laughs) Okay. yeah, Um, because we can do an episode a couple weeks later. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk about it, too. I guess I got into Google's project stream Uh, like Corey. That's how he's been playing it. Uh, I played it for played Assassin's Creed Odyssey for maybe an hour, hour and a half on it. Um, And I, I, I like the game. I do, Um, but it doesn't run great. It's 30 frames. Uh, But something about this 30 frames makes my eyes kind of hurt. It looks it looks really bad and uh, Corey was talking about it. Uh, he his his girlfriend like watched him play it and she said the exact same thing as me. It like makes your eyes kind of bug out just the way the frame rate kind of jitters. Yeah, and like some other thirty frame per second games, I don't get that. Like I don't get that with Breath of the Wild at all, but mm-hmm. it, it it just really stood out to me. Uh, I'm gonna try it on my desktop and, and see if it works better because my desktop is is wired. Uh, but yeah, it didn't, didn't run great on my Chromebook. So interesting. So are you going to do more? I'd like to, I, cause I like the game. I think, I think I really would like the game, but. Oh man. It just Yeah. It was, it was painful. Or an Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. Not getting it, not getting it's, uh, it's, it's due. I'll play it. Yeah. I, again, I would like to, I just don't know if it's going to happen. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, we're but our main topic is uh, Age of Empires 2 Retro Review. Uh, It was kind of a last-minute decision that me and Will made, but it's a game that we all played quite a bit of back in our day. It's maybe Will's first video game. Yeah, it was either this or Unreal Tournament 1999. Okay, yeah. But I'm going to guess this. I'm going to agree that it was probably this one. I remember being so, like, one of my earliest memories is actually playing and making uh, stables and making a bunch of horses yeah so so that's our main topic yeah, i'm sure you have stuff you want to tease will uh video game wise not really uh that's mainly because during the weekend i was down visiting eric with Corey. yeah so uh i'll talk about that uh, i saw the new halloween movie so i'll talk about that too um you, you played mario party didn't you oh yeah i did play mario party talk about that oh yeah i w- i want to talk about mario party i'll talk briefly about assassin's creed odyssey in the hour hour and a half that i've i've played so far so Mm -hmm. um let's see i'm trying to think did i play anything else really oh i saw deus ex mankind divided with all dlc on steam for eight dollars wow so i was like "Mm, sure so i did i got i ended up getting that nice so um because i have that i don't have all the all the dlc though i don't think they're there now, so um nice. I, I kinda wanna I kinda had a hankering to play Bankind Divided. So that's okay. sort of why I, why I got it. But um yeah, that's it for my teasers. Hey, okay. Uh all right, well let's talk about Age of Empires two. So again, this is probably the game that Will first played growing up. It's it's a game uh has a lot of special meaning to me because uh, it was when me and my friends kind of first started getting into computer stuff. Um, people had had computers there, you know, before, but it's, it's the first game that, uh, so me and my friend, you know, my friends would, would set up a game. We would play online, uh, at night, uh, have a, you know, however long it took. And then the next day, that's all we would discuss is the, the age of empires two match. Um, and that was a lot of fun. That was when we, you know, we had first gotten our computer, uh, first gotten into uh, uh, online gaming, kind of, I guess. Um, and it was Age of Empires 2, uh, the, which expansion was it? The Conquerors expansion. Yep. Age of Conquerors, I think is what it was called. Uh, Okay, so oh, Age of Kings. No, it was just the Age of Kings. I think we got the Conquerors later. Yeah. yeah, it was just uh, the age of kings. So, okay. Well, my my notes are messed up. So yeah, uh, but it, but it was that. So yeah, we would we would set up a match. We would have four on four or three on three. However, it ended up being uh, play play through a match and and yeah, talk about it the, all the next day. Argue a lot of cases. <laughs> uh, there was there was a big controversy. and I can't remember who did it, um, but I want to say it was Graham. So. Uh, someone had gotten knocked out, not super late into the match, maybe like middle of the match. And it, when you got knocked out, it revealed the whole rest of the map. So they called that whoever was on their team uh, on the phone and was giving them the enemy positions and i can't remember if it was on my team or if it was on the other. i feel like it was on the other team and i was the victim of the genius cheating. that is genius yes <laughs> so there's that controversy so we had to make sure that that didn't happen after <laughs> uh, after whoever it was uh, ended up admitting it and cory might remember who did it uh, he's in the chat now so if he if he remembers who did it he can he can tell us but yeah um eric Homer. Ah, i feel like graham called eric i think that is what happened i if you asked me two people that would be up to (laughs) it graham and eric so i want to say it was i want to say it was me and kyle this particular match was me and kyle seymour versus eric and graham i think that's that's who, who the the four were in that so when you were against this this act of injustice did they did they beat you both of you guys I, you know, I don't remember. It was 15, 16, 17 years ago. So Corey doesn't remember, but he said it sounds like something Kyle would do. Okay, it could have been Kyle called Graham. I feel like Graham was involved in some way. <laughs> Master strategist. I, You know what? It was probably Kyle who called Graham or called Eric. Because I'm pretty sure I was the victim of the cheating. <laughs> so... Uh, but yeah, the civilization I always played was the Teutons. Yeah, I did. Too, I, I like the 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 their ultimate unit, the heavy the heavy Teutonic knight, mm-hmm. uh, was awesome. So I would I would pretty much spend my entire time crafting my my civilization to make those. Yeah, no, that was one of my favorite units in the game. Uh, I always used to try to you know play like get them and make a bunch of paladins and whatnot, uh, and try and raid the villages that were around i do remember was it cory that played as the franks oh i don't know you'll have to ask him um i think cory played the franks and i also like to play the britons too okay. britons. the yeah because they had the amazing archers they were a lot of fun because of the archers i know when i went back to it to play it fairly recently uh maybe like a year ago i that's who i played as because i really liked their archer unit yeah, uh, I mean, if you're interested in the game, they just uh, uh, not that long ago, I guess it was long ago now, uh, they released an HD remake of the game with all the and they've since added a few more expansions. I'll talk about those in a minute. Oh, do you um, have them? No, I, I don't have any of them. at Well, maybe I got the first one. I'd have to look on my Steam account, but I know I don't have uh, I don't have them. Uh, Corey says the Franks had cheap castles and strong strong, uh, strong ponies, as he said. OK, so that's why that's yeah. why he played. I do remember Corey always playing as the Franks. Yep. Um oh. I'm actually looking up the Age of Empires 2 civilizations right now. Um, OK, yeah. To see who has been since added because they put out two or three expansions at this point. It's three. They put out Age of Empires 2 HD, The Forgotten, uh, which added the Italians, the Indians, the Slavs and the, the Magyars and Incas. Mm-hmm. Wow. They added Age of Empires 2 HD African King. Okay, so The Forgotten came out in August, toth- uh, August 2013. It was announced. It doesn't say if it came out then. Um, the second came out in April 9th, 2015, which was African Kingdoms, um, which added the Berbers, Ethiopians, Malians, and Portuguese, and then Age of Empires. 2HD Rise of the Rajahs came out December 19th 2016 i uh, added the Burmese, the Malay, the Khmer, Kim, Kimmer, Khmer Rouge, Khmer <laughs> and uh the Vietnamese. And apparently all those had their own campaigns and everything too, which is uh that's some good stuff right there. Good content. So, wow, I'm actually looking at a lot of this stuff and it it's really cool, all the yeah. the stuff they added to it. Well, the first thing that stood out, I was looking through what they got added by each expansion. I didn't realize that the Huns and the Spanish were added in the Conquerors. as I was under the impression that they were in the base game. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I was confused by all that because I, I don't think we jumped in during the Conquerors. I think we got Age of Kings mm-hmm. and then the Conquerors later. Okay, I feel like that came out like maybe a year or two after I started playing, um, so, so there was that little gap because when I played is when we had the conquerors, yeah, so that's when I kind of started playing. So I had all the civilizations, but yeah, I'm actually now I'm looking at all the they really did add a lot full fleshed out civilizations. Um, yeah, I kind of want to play and mess around with them. <laughs> I would love to do that. Because, like, I look at it, the Slavs, the Italians, the Mag- Magyars yep. sound cool. And then the Ethiopians, Portuguese, uh, the Malay, Vietnamese, they all sound so cool. Yeah. Um, did you play any, any of the campaigns? I did. I remember doing um, the Jonah Arc one. Uh huh. And I remember doing. Um, Man, I remember doing a lot of them actually. I'm just trying to remember. I remember doing the Attila the Han one. Okay. Yeah. Um Oh, Reefer brings up a great point. What's that? The, whoa, whoa, yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, no, I do I can't I'm trying to remember all the campaigns, but I did do I did do Jonah uh, Ark and Attila the Han were the two that I remember. Yeah, I, I think I tried all of them briefly. I never stuck with any of any one of them. Uh, I remember Corey spent some time making his own campaign. I can't remember what it was about, but I remember being impressed by by his creation so far. He'll have to he'll have to elaborate more on that in the chat. But yeah, I remember remember liking what what he put in. Um. Yeah. No. I. I it's a game that I think still like kind of holds up you know it doesn't have necessarily a lot of the modern conveniences that you'd see in a in a real-time strategy game but it's still like quite a bit of fun to play um now does this game pique your interest in the fourth one again like going like because the fourth age of empire is kind of i forgot about right like i don't remember anything about it like what's when it's coming mm-hmm. out like i think it's out already it, it came out did it Wait, come, only come out on the xbox store it's not on steam
1: age of empires why,
0: 4 came out i think that's why we ignored it because it's only on the xbox app dan i do not believe you <laughs> maybe it's coming out soon but uh, i'm pretty sure it's it's the xbox app only i'm seeing an article everything we know so okay yeah so it's not out yeah so It's not out uh relic is working on age of empires 4 coming to pc in the future here's what we know Okay, expect it in 2019. Uh, when is it set? Judging by the blah blah blah, I won't take the series to a singular new area. Instead, of a variety of armies from previous games in the series are featured in the footage: Native Americans, British redcoats, Roman legionnaires, uh, Japanese samurai, and others. So nobody really knows when it'll take place. So okay, um, Corey says he vaguely remembers creating the campaign. Huh. Do, you, do you? Okay. I just want to know who it was about, Corey. I know you had, you had it as like a historical figure, but I just don't remember. I don't remember what the triggers were or what, what, what you did. It was a very long time ago. Uh, what was your, what was your strategy? Will? From when I played, yeah, I was always a builder. I didn't enjoy rushing really. Yeah. Um, I liked building cool kingdoms and putting a ton of walls up and fortifying defenses while making an army. That's kind of how I played. I was always the economic guy. Yeah. Um. Even to Age of Empires three, I always focus on collecting as much resources as I could and having a good economy going. Uh, and that's sort of how I always played. Yeah, I feel like once people figured out the rushing that we set a time limit where there was no fighting. I, we would set it, yep. it depends, but it was like half an hour, 45 minutes that you had to build up your kingdom and, and gather your resources before the fighting was allowed to happen. Uh, but I like that you could actually do that in the game. You had all this, all these options to, to really create you, the, the multiplayer experience that you wanted to have, you know? Yeah. I, and, that's something that I really appreciate them doing in the new games too, because I was, as you said, like, it's kind of not fun to, cause some civilizations don't boom as early as others. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, when you're going against somebody who's a good civ for rushing and you're kind of like a civilization, that's not good for that. Yeah. It's you better late little, game. Yeah. You just get crushed and it's not fun to play that civilization, even though you really like playing them. Yeah. Uh, so I always liked, like putting, um, uh, a treaty. Yeah. Agreed. Reefer brought up the uh, hiding a villager behind a tree with a wall around him. <laughs> oh yeah, as a safety net. I remember. I don't remember doing that, but I remember hiding, like hiding a villager way off in the corner of the map, where you know, so you, just so you could stay into the game to the end and make them search every single nook and cranny in the map to find you and kill you off. Finally, mm-hmm. that was fun. I've I do- even, even remember starting like Splinter. Civilizations, splinter colonies, and stuff just off the, off the main base as as another form of protection. I was always big into building multiple multiple bases. May, like it would be my first one would be like pretty much all economics, and then after that it would be army bases in different locations. So I didn't have a transport troops yeah. as far across the map. But Corey, I do remember the Aztec Rush. Uh, I very vividly vividly remember it, and I was very mad when you pulled it off. <sighs> uh, uh, and I actually since had brought it into the online play and I actually had a lot of success playing that strategy online. So. Oh, and Reefer brings up spamming the voice lines too. You remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, that yeah. That was fun. Yeah, I feel like uh, one of the things, I think the internet kind of ruined this game for us ultimately um, because eventually we got to a point where we were all so competitive that we were just reading strategies online and doing those. And that kind of took the fun away from the, the fun and spontaneity out of it for us. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of, we ended up stop stopping playing. Honestly, the age of empire games are games that my friends and I all like really played and really loved Uh, growing up. Like we always used to go online and do 40 minute treaties against Xbox expert uh, bots and, you know, we always got stomped when we actually played real people, but it was a lot of a lot of fun and a lot of good memories playing but I have both of these games, so it makes me, it's getting me excited for the new one. Yeah. Or at the very least, revisit uh, Age of Empires 2. Because I, I did not play that much Age of Empires 3. I'm pretty sure I have it, but I only played it a little tiny bit, I think. I know I have 65 hours on my Steam account, and I know I have way more than that from, like, having the discs but yeah. i only put 14 hours into age of empires too so i'm gonna have yep. to beardless uh earlier in the chat mentioned how him and his siblings would pass around the discs for between their different computers and laptops and stuff when they were when they were kids <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure we ended up doing stuff like that i think because at one point we had i had my own computer And then we had the family computer. And I think we had both the Age of Kings and the Age of Conquerors disc. So I think we had one computer with just the base game installed. Uh, And then on the other computer, you could have, as long as you had the the disc, you could play that version. So we had that one with the the Age of Conquerors uh, update. So you could play play them separate. Food, please. I I forgot all the... Didn't we used to? I don't know. If this should get mentioned, but didn't we used to crack something to be able to play without a disc? Oh yes, yes we did. <laughs> to be able uh, so we could all play. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Corey was the was the genesis of that. He was always better at that sort of stuff than I was. Corey, Corey knew how to do. All uh, that stuff. Yeah, no, that we definitely had a crack for. Uh, it was probably the Conquerors version. Actually, it was definitely Corey, because I remember being very young and wanting to play my uh, Medal of Honor Allied Assault online, but Uh I needed it cracked to be able to do it, and Corey always gave me a hard time when I asked him for help. Uh So we're going to throw Corey under the bus for that one. Who led you down a dark path. Is cracking, that's not even that bad, right? No, no, it just made it so it just tricked the computer, the... Uh, computer into thinking you had the disk and the CD-ROM when you actually didn't. Hey, Microsoft should have made smarter computers. Yeah. Well, that's why they that's why they uh invented um DRM. <laughs> that sort of stuff. Good point. So. Good point. Yeah, yeah, now my interest is peaked with playing Age of Empires 2 again. Yeah. Maybe extra life maybe we'll play a little bit for extra life if we're doing extra life i don't know i want to um i'm just not sure if i can oh well it's it's the moving like that may be the uh. weekend we have to move i'm not sure well and cory's got a wedding and then yeah. that leaves me and eric eric's not gonna do 24 hours yeah i, I if we want to try and tag team it that that would be fine with me you know, play play as much together as we can and I I actually wanted to bring that up. Oh, Reefer says cracks aren't illegal if you own the game. Hey, so there we go. Yeah. Um so it's more of a moral gray area than leading you down a dark path. Okay. So that that's better then. Yeah, moral gray area <laughs> is okay in this case. But yeah, no, that's uh I really miss playing Edge of I'm so pumped for the fourth one now. Yeah. Uh, you can get... I'm going to actually look it up while we're here. You can get Age of Empires 2... Uh, uh, it's obviously on Steam. Um, Empires 2 HD. I don't know what the complete collection is. The, game, the base game for Age of Empires 2 HD is 20 bucks, And then... Uh, Age of Empires Legacy. Oh, it's uh, so. If you get Age of Empires 2, the Forgotten, the African Kingdoms, and the Rise of the Rajahs, it's only twenty three ninety seven. Okay, well, that might be that might be specifically for me because I already have the base game. So that might be just for all the expansions. I think I only have the Forgotten Kingdoms. Yeah, I don't think I have any of them. No, I don't have any of them. Yeah, so if I was to add all the DLC to my cart, it would be twenty-nine ninety-seven. Uh or I, yeah. could get, or I could get the bundle for twenty-three ninety-seven. The legacy bundle would Yeah, okay, I see it now. Okay. Oof. So yeah, That's if you too... Oh, it's uh, also fully supported by the Steam Workshop, so there's lots of mods that you can put onto it too. Uh which I am also gonna look up that. Uh I don't think I have it installed. Oh, I do have it installed. Look at that. Just like that, Dan. You're ready. I know. Where's the Steam Workshop? Oh, that's Borderlands 2. So this game's got 45 empires to play as. That's, that's insane. Wow. Uh, well, there's pretty much mods for whatever you can imagine. There's one for The Hobbit. Or <laughs> the orcs and dwarves by the the Hull. That's interesting. <laughs> so yeah, uh, not only is it uh, you know a great base game, but uh, fully fully mod supported. So I think that's all I wanted to talk about. Uh, very fond memories of that game from from my my uh, late high school days. Uh, first getting into computer gaming type of thing. That's that's really the the first game I think, other than maybe EverQuest. Uh, that, I actually, that I played on the computer. And especially with people. With friends. So. Yeah. I think that's everything. Definitely. Love the game. Yep. Alright. Uh, Nibble Bits. Will? Uh, yeah. I had him. Shoot. Sorry. That's alright. I, I think uh, I have one. Yeah. You go first. Real quick. Okay. I'm calling it up unprepared oh are you not ready either <laughs> of course not. uh i i've got one up real quick okay uh so while you're getting yours so at long last fallout new california is out there finished and released that was my little bit too <laughs> <laughs> perfect so we can yeah. talk about it together sure um it's not often that we see a fan-made mod game reach completion yeah no they they uh, I, I see a lot of trailers for those types of games and, and either they never come out or they come out so much later than the base game that like no one's really playing it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- I mean, this one's one of the ones there, there's a few big ones and most of them are for fallout four. Uh, but this one is for um, what about Mutu, Corey? Oh, Mutu was fantastic. I agree. Um, yeah. This one is for fallout new Vegas. So go ahead, Will. Uh, yeah, no, it's I'm kind of my interest is peaked in this. I kind of want to check it out. I don't know if I'll actually get around to it because um, I don't really play mods too much. Like yeah, that uh, uh, Corey was trying to get us to play Enderall forever and I never did that. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Corey. Yeah, I, I'm more interested in Fallout anyway. Well, Dan, that leads me perfectly into... Did you see Bethesda's statement today that they put out? I did. What do you think about it? Uh, I mean, I didn't have that high hopes for the game anyway, I guess. I I, I feel like it's going to be, and I read this somewhere, I feel like it's going to be this year's No Man's Sky. I saw someone write that somewhere, and I, I kind of agree with it. So my problem lies with, basically the gist for people who don't know, Bethesda put out a statement saying that there's going to be a lot of bugs in this game. It's yeah. probably going to be bad, <laughs> uh, is kind of what they were saying. And I get that, that's fine. But I think where I have a problem with it is, A, eh, delay it then. Like if it's gonna be that bad where they mentioned game-breaking bugs, then don't put it out. B. We based early access developers who are much smaller studios and independent studios for putting out games that are broken like that, and they get torched online for it. Like I think Bethesda should be held to that same that same standard. C. How do they not have the kinks for an online game worked out? Because, yes, while they've never made an online game, you're Bethesda, you can hire whoever you want to do this. Yeah. I just feel like they're selling the early access game that's not going to have any content in it. It's going to be really boring. I know what I'm reading from people online has not been too favorable towards the game. No. The The biggest thing that I read about it was that... Uh, the lack of VAT system is a huge issue because it's not a good shooter. Fallout's never been a good shooter. It's either. never been a good shooter. Fallout Four was uh, Fallout Four was probably the best, and even that, compared to like other shooters, was not very good. Um, so you you know you're you're playing a shooter that's not a good shooter. Exactly. Basically. <laughs> and so I, I, like. I think it was good PR, yes, that they put this statement out and said, "Hey, like you know, it's going to be rough." That I I appreciate that. I think that was a good move by them, but it just still frustrates me that this game is going to be put out in the early access state that it is, with the term "finished product" attached to it. Yeah, it's very clearly not the finished product, and I don't care what anybody says. Like that's this is why Bethesda hasn't made a good game since Skyrim. So, what about Fallout Shelter? That's their best game since. I, you know man, what? I, I still have to play the Skyrim Very Special Edition. That's probably better than Fallout 4. I don't know. I, I liked Fallout 4. I, I uh, can't complain too much about it. But Reefer says it has no story. No real story. Yeah, the only thing you get are from uh, robots. Yeah, I mean... I I'm, I'm interested in that but it just seems from what I gather there's just not enough to do. Yeah, you know, it's exactly it's gonna be it's going to be this year's no man's sky. And I I just do not see this game doing well. And but there's going to be microtransactions and it. it's going to make a lot of money for them. That's the problem. And I think that's where my where my anger towards it comes and i'm eric is gonna get it so i'm gonna probably play it so i'll at least be able to give a give a review of it but everything that i'm hearing right now i am not not thrilled with fallout 76 and i was actually kind of excited for it yeah i got announced i'm really more uh peeved that it's not gonna be on steam that bugs me more than it should and i know oh. at this point everyone you know i like i get it it's not that big of a deal but i i don't want yet another pc gaming client it's just well, it is a big deal like what yeah, it's what a it's an annoyance what is bethesda offering on their client that their their games that's the only thing yeah there's no reason to use that over steam I, I i don't know i can complain about like even when you have BattleNet, like BattleNet at least is a good client and i don't mind having that but like when i have to use origin or have to use UPlay or have to use of, uh, epics for Fortnite, like come yeah. on yeah now i'm I, mad now our blood's all angered up well because you and i are too docile most of the time and eric's not recording as often i gotta fire it up a little bit the, yeah. the anger yeah oh one thing i did want to mention real quick too uh tim i know you're listening and i know you'll be interested in the new vegas mod New California, so download it and play it. And I know he'll tell me about it too, so. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. What uh, else you got for bits, Yeah, sorry about that. I got a lot of sidetracked by complaining. Um, I think that is about it uh, for things that I found that was interesting. Nino Cooney gets a uh, new DLC uh, called Ghost King, which is pretty cool. Uh, Corey will probably be interested in that one. Alan Wake is back on Steam. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I guess they figured out the music licensing. Oh, good. In what way, I'm not sure. I don't know if they have the original music back in or if they changed some stuff up, but that is back on there. I'm actually a fan of Alan Wake, so... I have not played it yet. I know it has some dull parts, but I've heard mostly good things about it. Yeah, I think, you know, there was, as you said, some boring parts, but I overall liked it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't like to see games like that come off of uh, Steam or whatever, especially for something as dumb as, like, music licenses. Exactly. Uh, you know, because we talk about access all the time, you know, that's that's the biggest problem with, like, retro gaming is just not ever having access to those games once the actual physical hardware breaks down. Uh, that's why I like that Nintendo's doing the, the SNES, NES classics, but I think they need to they need to go further and, and have some more uh, more access to their older stuff. Because it's great stuff. Definitely. I completely agree with that. Um, two more. Mm-hmm. Trine 4 announced. Coming to Switch and other consoles. That's awesome. Big, we're all big fans of uh, Trine 4. Yeah. The most interesting news. Battlefield 5. As uh, Battle Royale will not be out until March. Really? Yeah. It got delayed. I'm interested. This is a very interesting move that they decided to pull. It must not be running well if they delayed it. Yeah, I would There's think. no other... It'll be... The game comes out on November 20th on PC, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, but yeah, the Battle Royale mode will not be there until early March. Uh, Trial by Fire, I guess, is the name of the Battle Royale mode. So Okay. Um. I don't know. I think that's a very interesting move. Uh, they must want to get the revenue for the game out in November and then put the big mode in later. Okay. I think that's a very interesting way of going about it, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Okay. I did have one more nibble bit. Yeah. Uh, it's that micro and uh, Tate actually sent this to us. It's that Microsoft will be expanding Xbox Game Pass support to PC. Now, I, I thought I had already done that, but it's supposedly not coming out until the first quarter of next year. Um, and I've, I've even read it, and I'm not sure uh, where I'm, I was using a different service, because I've, I've subscribed to the Xbox thing on the Xbox app in the Windows 10 store and had access to... Uh, I very briefly played State of Decay 2. I used that to play Sea of Thieves. Uh So, I don't know what's different. But, yeah. Interesting. I don't (laughs) know if somehow I signed up for the the Xbox version and it just worked on my computer. I don't know. But I thought I already had that. (laughs) Dan did something that he wasn't supposed to. That's very possible. I stumbled into something. Um. Yeah, he said I even tested out with my friend playing Gears of War Four during a free trial period despite not opening an Xbox One. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean that's how I played uh like I said, uh what's its face? Sea of Thieves. Yeah, Sea of Thieves. And the first half an hour or whatever state of decay two I played. So anyway, yeah. That's that uh that's it for double bits how was your week Will? good i've uh i've done a lot of stuff um yes you I'll, have i'll start with the trip me and cory went on uh friday last week we decided to go down to virginia and see eric for the weekend eric uh christy and his newborn well is a newborn baby he's 10 months is that newborn no no that's almost toddler okay so, his, his new His toddler, little one. His little one. His child. Um, so, yeah. We drove down to the seven-hour drive. Six-and-a-half-hour drive uh, down there. Corey actually drove the entire way down there. We got some good Broadway before we left. Nice. Um, yeah, got there. And Charlottesville, Dan, I want to say, is really cool. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a blast there. The cool thing about it is the town, there's a lot to do. There's... Um, college sports, which I'll actually talk about in a minute here. There's college sports around that's actually really good. Their basketball teams really is fantastic. Uh, and then their soccer teams good, and their football program is actually having a really good year this year. So you got that. You have live music every day of the week, uh, which is really cool. You can the campus always has stuff going on. Um, but if you don't want to do any of that stuff in Charlottesville, you can go two hours to the beach um, in Virginia Beach, which is pretty cool. And then there's also two hours to Washington, D.C. So you got that. And then it's 45 minutes from a national park and some mountains in Shenandoah. So um, it was a really cool area uh, to be in. So, what? A... You, you can't tell me it's better than Binghamton. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> Do you know what's really nice about it? Is their fall was like 50 degrees, where here yeah. it was like 30. Yeah, 30 and rainy and rainy and it was sunny and 50 there nice. um which is night like that's perfect really yeah. um so the first night we went to a bar got some food um we played a little call of duty when we got there uh showed it off to Corey. played some new nhl uh we did that then we went to the bar got some food uh cory and eric drank i drove them back Um, and then the next night we play, or the next day we woke up, played Mario Party, the new one, which I'll talk about and what we played. Um, we did that. And then we went to the UVA soccer game. Now, Corey and I aren't the big, aren't big soccer fans by any stretch of the imagination, but Eric wanted to go, said it'd be a lot of fun. The team's pretty good. So we went. He was not wrong. It was a really fun game to go to. Uh-huh. They played the number one school in the country, which is really cool. The number no, number one school is Wake Forest, and uh, Wake. For- I, I never thought I would say this, but I have a, a hate for Wake Forest. Oh, really? Their fans traveled to the game, and they were so obnoxious. Like, oh, I get yeah. rooting on your team, but they had the worst chants and cheers for their team. Yeah. Um, and we were wondering why, and I came up with the conclusion of why they're like that. It's because their soccer teams are only good sport. Okay, because their football program is never that good. Their basketball program is all right. I was to say I used to hear things about basketball from Wake Forest, but must be not anymore, really. Yeah, not really. They're not as not as good as they once were. So that's what I sort of figured. It's the one sport they can kind of latch on to right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did lose three to two. Um, it was a really, really good game. UVA actually went up two-one against them, and they played a really good second half of the game. But what happened is they kind of left a little, from my uneducated soccer eye, <laughs> they left some space out under the field that that team was so so fast out there, Wake Forest, that they were able to kind of like capitalize on small errors that UVA made. Okay, um, and that's sort of what happened. They scored two really dumpy goals to go up three two, and then UVA almost scored a couple goals there to either tie it or win it, and uh, they couldn't end up burying them. But huh. so that was cool. And then after that, we did beers and ballet at a brewery. <laughs> um, so we sat down, they drank beer again, and we all watched uh, a ballet recital, <laughs> which nice. is which is something I never thought I would say i had attended but i did uh and that was pretty good and we went back grilled some food ate and then on uh sunday morning we went out to breakfast and then cory and i left and went on our way uh-huh. so really good time uh, i really enjoyed Charlottesville. hoping to get down there for work at some point so who knows yeah, from that i'm jealous it sounds like a good time yeah you would have enjoyed it yeah the other thing I did is I watched the new Halloween movie. Uh-huh. I heard it was horrible. I think it reviewed fairly well. Um I'm going to check real quick. I want to say Rotten Tomatoes gave it a pretty good review. Uh, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes 2018. So 79%. Oh. That's, pr- that's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Um... I loved it, to be honest. I don't know if my friends that I knew or what I had saw online where people saying was horrible kind of, like, lowered my expectations. But I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I didn't find it to be overly terrifying. But it kind of had that old scary movie feel to it. You know, like, with Michael Myers, like, he doesn't run. He just kind of walks at his pace. Uh to do his do his killing and it's just like oh like they're running away and then like something happens and he catches up to them and just kills them like that kind of old school kind of feel to the horror movies yeah like, like trip trip and fall over a tree root yeah or like getting your costume caught on something and can't oh i can't move like it was that kind of stuff and i really enjoyed it i had actually a lot of fun uh watching it the person i was with who watched it with me fell asleep but I was uh-huh. I was totally into it. I really enjoyed it. It was a entertaining watch. So I think if uh if you're not a big movie critic, go see this movie because uh-huh. it's pretty I think I think it's enjoyable. Nice. That's that's it for me though. Okay. Uh so I got a couple things. First, uh for this week's rookie camp, I had my wife play Bayonetta 2. I saw that. Yeah. Uh that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh I think I definitely blindsided her with it. Uh wasn't one isn't expecting that one though. But I think I think she enjoyed enjoyed her time with it. Um so you'll have to check that out. Uh next week we'll have her on to talk about the games she played in October and you know answer the questions about what she liked best, best experience, that sort of stuff. So uh stay tuned for that. I'm probably gonna. I don't. She's probably not gonna listen to this before, um, before we record the next episode. But I'll probably have her play something scary Ooh. since it's Halloween next week. So we'll probably be like Resident Evil Seven. Mount your friends. Mount we'll <laughs> your friends. That's pretty scary in a different way. <laughs> or genital jousting. Have you ever seen that one? <laughs> <laughs> no. i uh, look up genital jousting. I'm not going to put it in the chat because it's. I. It might not. It might. You might not be allowed to play it on. Uh, on Twitch, so I'm is not going to call up a video for it. But is this on Steam? Yes. Yeah, definitely look it up. Look this up. Um, genital jousting. <laughs> Got it. Uh oh, Dan. And we're back after a temporary service outage. (laughs) Uh, So to continue what I was talking about, I think I left off uh, our updates on on the new house. Uh, They needed to do some painting, the previous owners. Uh, As far as I know, that's all complete. So at this point, I think we're just waiting for the closing. Um, So we'll see how that goes. We can't get in there soon enough. There's not enough room in this house for things. We're kind of in limbo too. We're not really like doing cleaning, cleaning. Uh, we just want to like pack up the stuff that we're taking with us, moving yeah. to the new house, and then anything that's left gets thrown out, type okay. of thing. Uh, so being in limbo is kind of weird. We're slowly like packing up stuff that we don't necessarily need immediately, but yeah, that's that's where we are with that. Moving is a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, not looking forward to it, but hey, just put Max and Marlo to work. Yeah, right. They are not <laughs> the slightest bit helpful. <laughs> Uh, anything else? I didn't have any really interesting Instacart stories to share. Nope. Nothing, nothing major. No, uh, it's kind of annoying having to deliver to apartment buildings. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, So I delivered to the Club U apartments over by uh, Core Life Eatery and stuff oh yeah um super nice apartments holy crap but uh they didn't have i i you in order to get into the actual parking lot you need to have a like a pass on your car the the gates read and i didn't so i had to walk around to find the actual apartment building and the the college kid had ordered a 35 pack of wegman's water uh, in addition oh. to groceries, so oh. I carried the groceries while I was looking for the house or his his specific apartment. They're more like townhouses, I should say. Um, and then when I found it and dropped off his stuff, I was like, yeah, sorry, I got to go. I got to go get your 35 pack of water. And I had to <laughs> ho- hoof that to to the to his door, too. So that's a workout. Yeah, it was. Uh, but I'm actually thoroughly enjoying that so far been pretty fun for the most part i just do wegman's deliveries since that's so close good old wegman's yep can't get away from it when you need some stuff from the cheese shop i'm your guy yeah i well next time i'm i'm floating around there i'll i'll stop in if i know you're working thursday friday saturday okay i'll be in seafood on sunday i am i am instacarting tomorrow night so i will stop in to say hello perfect It'll make me not want to jump. <sighs> uh, Alright, let's get into what we played then. Because huh? I don't have anything else I don't think to cover for my week. So, yeah. You we got Will. Well, you want me to lead? Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Party. The new one for the Switch. We played a game of that. Um, my first impression was they looks like they added a little bit more to the to the game. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of other modes other than just the board mode. Explored none of them but because we only did one game and we wanted to do one quick board game. Um, so it was me, Corey, Eric and a computer player that we thought putting it normal was a good difficulty. Considering Cory's only played it like twice. Uh, that was not a good difficulty. The AI computer was really bad. Did not get last place though. The AI computer ended up getting third. oh okay (laughs) um we'll get into why so yeah um we played we did a 10 round turn and it's kind of it's mario party it's still there you go around the map you try to get to the star uh the cool thing about this um map is there was four islands and there were uh two and how it was is like Two of them were connected on the top part by a bridge, and then two were connected by the bottom part by by a sandy bridge. So what happened was you could go between island to island right here, but you not needed to land on the pipe block to be able to go to the other islands up top. So the star, uh, who Todat runs it, kind of moves from island to island once a person grabs the the um, the star. So what happens from there is uh, I I think they lowered the amount of money you needed to get a star. I don't remember it being 10. Uh Old. I always remember it being like 20-ish. So yeah. And how how it shook out was I won. I think I had four stars. Nice. Eric got second. He had three stars. Wario, the AI, who was awful, got third. And poor Corey... (laughs) Got last. Was he nursing a hangover? No, he was completely fine. Um, uh-huh. It was one of those things where the game just continually screwed, screwed oh, over. Oh, gotcha. It, and the over g- the game decided Corey was going to be the whipping boy, basically. <laughs> yeah, like we were doing mini games. Like the AI computer, Corey would get stuck with him, competed or repeatedly, and just yeah, never ended up working, working out for him. So it was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed playing it, but um I won't be able to play it until I see Corey again, so it was Corey's game, yeah, it's Corey's game, okay. I didn't realize uh, he had gotten Mario party, yeah, he got it for that exact reason oh, okay it was for and, and, and for the upcoming uh smash weekend yeah, he got it he had he had friends over when it came out. they all played it and then. Yeah, uh, he brought it to Virginia, and the Smash weekend we'll be playing it. So, nice. um, yeah, like I said, I didn't mess around with too much of the new stuff in it. Um, you know, the mini games were all different, but other than that, like it, it was a fun game. I think ten to fifteen turns is perfect for the game. Um, had some good laughs with it. Nice, but yeah, there's that. We could talk Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. Do, you who would it. you pick? Did you pick Alexios or what's her? cassandra cassandra yeah yeah i pick cassandra i always i always pick i always pick the girl characters over I pick over the male characters i picked cassandra too um literally right when i left off is you know in the beginning of the game where you beat up those two dudes and then yep. you have to get your armor and then go to what i can't remember the guy's name's house yeah that's literally where i am at okay so i did that but i went a little bit further and i did a little exploring after that too what do you uh, think i i really liked it uh it played smoothly from what i from what i gathered um like i said the frame rate wasn't good but um i like the more actiony combat system mm-hmm. uh i don't know i don't know if uh origins was the same or not uh because i didn't play that one the last assassin's creed game i played was syndicate which i don't feel like it was like um but yeah, it's it's a lot more RPG than than any of the other Assassin's Creed games, at least the ones that I've played. So I did like that about it. I didn't really get into the skill tree stuff at all, but so far so good. I guess it's uh, people are comparing it a little bit to Breath of the Wild, too, the way the way the open world works. Um, I saw that there was, you know, it's it's in the Greek uh, Mediterranean islands, so. Uh, there's water stuff too. I don't know if it's the same as the Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag type of thing, or if it's different. It's probably a little bit different, but yeah, I, I like the game so far. Uh, some say it's better than The Witcher Three. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, I doubt it, but I, I haven't played enough to say. Um, but your 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 brother thinks that. <laughs> Well, of course he does. He didn't like The Witcher 3. And I think Jason Schreier was the other one who threw that idea out there. Really? Yeah, he thinks okay. it's better than, than The Witcher 3. I mean, yeah, The Witcher 3's controls were, were, you know, in, in some cases left a lot to be desired, especially on horseback, but... um, the, well, the Just the characters, the quality of the characters and, and this, the... I mean, the Bloody Baron may be one of the most interesting quest lines I've played in any game ever, so it's well, kind of a hard thing to top. As somebody who's put the exact same amount of time in both games, fifteen minutes, yeah, I think it's a very lofty claim that Assassin's is better than The Witcher, but I don't know. So, yeah. um, I just think it's the fact that you say an Assassin's. Okay, let's let's go back a couple couple years. Witcher three uh, comes out. Somebody tells you that an Assassin's Creed game is better than The Witcher 3. You're telling them to shut up. That's not possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm actually... Now I'm curious. What year The Witcher 3 came out and what Assassin's Creed game came out? It was... Was it 2014 The Witcher 3 came out? Maybe 15. The Witcher 3 came out in 15. 2015. Um... Maybe Syndicate? I don't... Eh, so, maybe. So Syndicate came out in 2015. As Syndicate well. was okay. It, I liked Syndicate. Yeah, I think we all like Syndicate. But the fact... We wouldn't have put it up there as The Witcher-worthy. So it's no. funny now that some time has passed. That's e- we got. Yeah, that's even in the in like realm of possibility. Yeah, so... Uh, like I said, not saying it is better, because I have no experience with either. I just think it's an interesting thing to... Wow an Assassin's Creed game is that good, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to playing more of it. I got a lot to play by the end of the year. The thummies are gonna be interesting this year, yeah, I mean, when do you finish school for the semester uh middle of December so you're pretty pretty much after that's done, you're gonna have to put your nose into video games and just not stop until i've well I've actually had a pretty good success being able to play video. I think it's because I'm taking less classes and working less right now All right um. I'm still really busy, but I do find myself because I don't have to study as much that I can put a little bit more time in a video game. So nice. Um, I think it's just, I'm just getting better at budgeting my time. Yeah. That's something that happens as you get less free time. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I have a lot less free time now than I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, I, i'm much better at budgeting i can get a lot more done i that doesn't mean i'm going to be able to find time at least now once once we're moved into the new house and like we get whatever's going to happen to this house settled then i'll probably have more time to game but my Mm -hmm. my gaming time will be limited over the next couple weeks probably yeah like instead of me just like laying on the couch for an hour and then be like all right, i should probably go to the gym now be just i'll cut out that hour and be like all right i'm just gonna go now and get it done and then get back and then play some video games Definitely that's that's that was the biggest change when I started to lose when once we started having kids and losing free time like I didn't just sit there on my phone for an hour and not accomplish anything you know yeah. I used that time to it, even if it was not necessarily doing anything productive um did my internet drop out again No the craziest play in the football game just happened Oh okay I was like god dang it not again No what, what happened is the Dolphins receive or quarterback through a hospital pass through his receiver, he got clocked so hard the football went like fifteen yards in the forward direction, and then the other <laughs> the other receiver caught it downfield. Oh, nice, but um, yeah, no, th- yeah, getting better with time. I, I'm starting to realize that I'm being more efficient with it. Yeah, because as old the older I get, the more I want to play video games because the less time I have to actually be able to do that. So yeah, and like I said, you cut out that wasteful like sitting on the couch trying to find something on the TV and flipping around to 30 channels and watching a minute of each and then just realize you wasted half an hour doing nothing essentially. Exactly. So yeah uh, I mean other than Assassin's Creed Odyssey I of course played more Breath of the Wild. I'm not going to talk about that as much as I want to um, I think that's all I played yeah all right, let's get into feedback. As yeah. far as I know, we only have one piece of feedback. Okay. From Tate. Uh, but I will double check that, make sure. Check, check. Making sure my internet didn't go out. Well, we might have something else. I'm Loading. Oh uh, wow, that was timed perfectly. <laughs> okay, here we go. So uh, we do just have from from Tate. Come on, let's get a move on here. <laughs> there we go. He says, "Sup guys." I have a very Witcher-heavy feedback today. I've been playing a lot more of the DLC of The Witcher 3, and man, it is so good. could seriously be its own game, in my opinion. It was hilarious last night I was playing, and I came across this weird monster called the Caretaker. When I first saw it, the only thing I could think of was, what the fuck? And then after defeating it, the first thing Geralt says is, what the fuck was that? It was awesome. Glad all, Geralt and I are, were on the same page. Anyways, I really enjoy I'm really enjoying that a lot. And more Witcher news have any, any of you researched or heard anything going on with the Netflix series? There's a ton of controversy between social justice warrior director and gamers who love The Witcher and all its lore. She is casting Frangilla Vigo, who is uh, very much a white woman in the books and in the games, as a black woman in the Netflix series. Fans of The Witcher are pissed because the director-producer lady is not staying true to the lore with her cast. Also, the person she is casting as Yennefer is a 21-year-old Indian woman who looks like she is 14 years old. It's pretty plain to see that she's casting these individuals to be diverse rather than be true to the lore of The Witcher, and that is obviously... Is pissing people off. I tend to agree with him. Uh, I tend to agree, and I'm a little ticked as well. Not that it is a huge deal, but I would hope that when you try and make a series based on games or books, that you stay true to the lore and not try to spin it your own way. Just my opinion. Would like to hear your thoughts on this. Also. Look up the cast so far for the series. And let me know what you guys think. Personally, I think the whole cast is shit, but especially who she picked for Yennefer, because I can think of at least three other actresses who had made, would have made a million times better Yennefer than who she picked. Anyways, enough of that rant. Have you looked up the new Witcher game on PC, Dan, called Thronebreaker? It looks pretty sweet. Uh, as for my last w, for my w last week, I will take Brutal Legend. Thanks, gentlemen, and pod on. Taterade out. Thanks, Tate. Uh, no, I, One of the things I like about the series is how self-aware it is. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that you noticed that. Uh, one of the things I thought was funny in, in the base game was um, the, the Witcher's take on the old uh, escort quest when uh, Geralt has to escort, is it a goat? Uh, from a, a goat had ran away and its master needed it. And he, he had to like kind of chase the goat back to its master. And he's like, really? I, I, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those, those self-aware moments are are awesome. And th- there's a lot of those in, in the Witcher. And uh, I love that. As for the cast outside of uh, Henry Cavill being cast as Geralt, I didn't really know of any of the others. I'm I'm actually going to call it up now uh, so we can go over it. So... Twitcher Netflix series cast. Okay. Um, uh, IMDB, I guess I'll look up. This is for the show, right? Yep. For the Netflix series. Which is cool. I actually want to read the books too. I know Corey... Uh, Corey recommended them oh this is a fan cast that's not what's wrong with the fan ones um nothing these are pretty good actually oh really yeah (laughs) leave it to the fans um some of these people i don't know but they put kate beckinsale or jennifer connelly as uh jennifer John Reese Davis is Vesemir. That's interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, the Witcher. Okay. Digital Spy will look up. Yeah, because I didn't know a lot of the people that they had been mentioning. While you're okay. looking, Dan, do you want to know what the longest fan fiction is on the gaming community? Yeah. Super Smash Brothers fan fiction for Super Smash Brothers. Like it? Like a backstory? Yeah. Three million words. Wow. Some fan wrote. I saw that on Reddit last night and I got a good chuckle and you talking about the, the fanfic ca- casting and stuff like that kinda dragged my mind of that. Uh, uh okay. All right. The problem I have with these pages is the ads keep popping up and like changing the location of things. And then you'll accidentally click on an ad and it'll open, open that up and you'll be like, oh crap. It's ridiculous. Uh, Plot. Where's the cast? Oh, there is not going to be cast. Okay. All right. You know what? Screw it. (laughs) I'm going to look it up on the on my desktop. Uh, Witcher. Why is there controversy over Siri? Wait, no. Modern American controversy? No. (laughs) Henry Cavill cast as Geralt. Knew that. Uh Jody May Jennifer is Anya Shar Chal Chalotra. Okay. Mm. I see what he means. Doesn't much look like Jennifer. Apparently, it's not based on the video games, but on the books. And I don't know if the characters are different in the books than they are in the uh, in the game. Corey would know better than I would about that. But yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with you. It's uh, I'm with you a little bit here, Tate. It's it's an Eastern European. Uh, fantasy. Uh, the, the, I mean, this was kind of a controversy too when The Witcher first came out that there wasn't enough um, diverse characters in the game. Um, uh, you know, it's Poland. There's not a lot of diversity in Poland. <laughs> and I know it's 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 fantasy, but it's also supposed to like have a realistic feel to it. You know, uh, that said, I, like I'm, I don't get upset about it either way, but. I can kind of see both sides of the issue here. I don't want to be one of those f- filthy neutral fence sitters, but just for the most part, don't care enough about things, <laughs> you know? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll be, I'll just be more interested when the, when the show actually comes out to see acting. Uh, Cause I know, I mean, they can change the look significantly. It may, it may be something along the lines of uh, just the, the, the person has, the personality trait, you know, that they can make them look more like the characters that, you know, um, but they have the right like personality, you know, for for the characters. So that could be what they're what they're looking at. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to reserve my judgment until the show actually comes out. I'm never going to allow games radar to send me notifications either. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah that's my feelings, Tate. It's not, not a very definitive answer, I know. But uh, wait and see is my approach for a lot of things. So uh, I will send him his game, too. Uh, you're also a winner again this week, Tate. We didn't have any other feedback, uh, which is my fault. I meant to, for the longest time, say... Uh, I don't know what episode's going to be yet, but it's going to be Thursday night. You can pretty much guarantee it's going to be Thursday night. If it's not Thursday night, it's Friday night. So if you send in feedback earlier in the week, uh, that's fine. We will still get to it as long as I don't skip it, which I, it's possible. I do skip them sometimes. Not on purpose, but if I skip it, just let me know. I'll read it the next week. Uh, so we can just do the uh, roll for Tate here. Call yeah. giveaway stuff. Tell me when you got it. My brain has also like completely stopped working. So. Yeah, we're 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 running into a rough part of the year for us right now. Well, not just that, but last night, uh, my the older of the twins, the older and bigger of the twins, woke up at about midnight and didn't go back to bed until about four. Oh, so. Uh, we, I mean, we didn't. We only brought him out for a little bit, but he was in his in his crib, uh, like shouting and screaming. Yeah, not not screaming like crying, but you know, like squealing, like making noise, like "Hey, come get me," type of thing. Please come get me. <laughs> yeah, he was amped up last night for some reason. All right, read, so Tate, Red Dead. Well, maybe. So Tate said he wants. Um, Brutal Legend right yes okay so I will take that off the list okay number number one for Tate game number 60, 62 62 62 is Deponia Doomsday Deponia yeah I think they are kind of like visual novels I think next is the eighty. Eighty Expand Soundtrack Edition. <laughs> Sweet. Don't know what that is. Uh one thirty one. One thirty one. Toki Tori two plus. One oh two. 102 is G.O.D. Factory. Wingmen. Don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. And the last one. Uh, 44. 44. Earn AUG, Earn Limited. So those yeah. are your choices, Tate. 62. Uh... Deponia Doomsday, 80 is Expand Soundtrack Edition, 131 is Toki Tori 2+, 102 is G.O.D. Factory Wingmen, and 44 is Ernog or Limited. So let us know what you want. Uh, I am going to send out, uh, I've got to send Rachel a game, which I'm going to do right now, and I'm going to send Tate, Brutal Legend, right now. Uh, as I'm compressing the episode, so those should be, uh, if you're listening to this, those should be in your emails, if you don't have them already. So uh, Next week, uh, ideally I would like to do Red Dead Redemption 2, although if Corey and Eric feel like they need another week with it, we'll wait another week and have it in two weeks. Um, But we'll have an episode for you Thursday night. Uh, It'll be something. Definitely. Anything else, Will? No, that's all I've got. All right, that'll do it for episode three seventy nine of the Femme Sick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm well. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three.